0: Hello fellow plate spinners. I'm really glad you're here for your weekly dose of authenticity and joy. I'm Selena Johnson and your guide through this chaos of busy lives. In each episode, we unpack real tools to conquer overwhelm and dodge burnout. It's all about creating space for what truly matters. Whether it be through solo reflections or inspiring guests, this is your sanctuary for a more centered, productive you with a healthy serving of that joy we talked about. Get ready to hit pause on life while we dive in to some real chats. Hope you enjoy. Hello. Hi. All right, guys. My podcast studio, which is a closet in my home, backs up to a little cubby room, which backs up to my son's room. He is currently on a call with his buddies right now. And I, I'm, I'm assuming you won't be able to hear him because I'm using a microphone. But I'm also just going to put it out there if you hear loud shouts. Uh, it's all fun and good fun. And he's fine. Everyone's fine. We're just very into whatever game we're playing <laughs> right now. So that's where we're at. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I am excited to talk to you guys about zoom out. We're going to have an episode about perspective. And I'm, I really, this is something I know that I try to live in my life. I am prone to, you know, to anxiety. And it's funny because I would have never labeled it that. Uh, But in more recent years, and even recent months, I'm like, you know what, that's what it is. I will get fixated on um, when a problem presents itself to me, or I think there's a problem. And then I kind of loop in my mind, uh, especially in the area of interpersonal relationships. So if I think somebody um, might not be happy or whatnot, like my people pleasing kicks in and I start to like, think, are they okay? And, and um, I, um, you know, am I, uh, you know, have I said something, have I done something, whatever, And that's, I'm realizing now, like I'm sharing all my confessions here, but like, I'm realizing that's like a lifelong journey I've been on. And so often, so often, uh, I'm not accurate in my perception where it comes to maybe somebody's upset about something or whatnot. They're just like living their life and I'm just looping in my mind. And, and I really, um, it's interesting because like just today it happened and I, you know, was thinking through this episode and I'm going to come in here and talk to you guys. And then I realized I was like doing it live, which is like, I have to go through this process in my mind to help myself, uh, right size what's really going on because, uh, my mom always says that they're not thinking about you nearly as much as you think they're thinking about you. And that is so true. Every time I've, I come back to a situation, uh, they weren't thinking anything about me and I have got it all fixed up in my mind that, um, you know, they're upset and they're not guys. Most of the time they're not. So, cause you know, I'm just a lovely human being and, uh, everyone loves me I'm just teasing. Okay. So I want to talk about this concept of zooming out. This is what I do and I want to share it with you because I think it's something that would hopefully add value to anyone else who goes into this space. But really even if you don't aren't one that um, is inclined towards anxiety or you know this kind of uh, anxiousness in regards to interpersonal relationships, uh, it is something that I use, and with any situation as it presents itself to me, and sometimes it takes me a minute to get there, but it is how I typically process. And I, I think that no matter what your your issue is or what your you know thoughts are that you have looping, that you can use this to help you kind of snap out of it a little bit, and also you know gain perspective that's in a more healthy state. So. Let's talk about it. So really zooming out to me is I, you know, I think of, if you ever watched the movie Clueless, uh, which if you know, if you're over 40, you have, and, uh, and if you're under 40, you may have too. So this movie Clueless, Alicia Silverstone, uh, is a, uh, adorable uh, teenager that, uh, we all wanted to be when it was that time of our lives. And, uh, she, uh, says this, she talks about this, this, a painting. And she says, you know, like a Monet, it is all, I'm not going to take you into the, you have to go watch the movie if you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you do know what I'm talking about, you're going to be locked right into this illustration, which is that like a Monet painting is like up close it looks like a mess, right? It's, it's, there's lots of, there's lots of little dots. You can't tell what's going out, but when you zoom out, what is it? It's this beautiful, beautiful picture that is breathtaking and has made them one of the most renowned artists in the world, right? So we, uh, when we have a problem, when we have something that pops up in our life that is a challenge or is leaving us with more questions than answers, uh, we can tend to be in that space of up close. We're in the middle of the problem. We're in the mix with whatever's going on. And uh our perspective often is is uh what's what's the best word? Um, influenced by how close we are to the actual issue. And so what we want to do is we want to zoom out so that we can really see the issue for what it actually is. And I'm using the word issue, but as I said at the beginning of this episode, often it's not even an issue. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just facts and we are putting our own perspective and spin on it. And what we want to look at it is from a broader perspective. And we want to have a perception that is accurate and not based on our feelings in the situation. Um, And that we want to have a a detachment, if you will, from the outcome. So, so often when we're kind of in the mix and we're zoomed in and we're tight and close in on it, we can very much feel like it's kind of the whole world. It's kind of the whole, like, you know, we don't see beyond it. And uh, this episode, I really want to walk you through some of the things, like I said, that I do to help me through that so the first thing is i have to remind myself the power of perception it's really really important for us to remember that you know often there's a phrase perception is reality and what that is saying is that whatever you believe is what you see and um, i don't know about you uh, but i have been wrong before (laughs) it it happens i you know It happens. And, uh, in those moments when I have been misaligned or wrong, it's often because I'm so close to it. I can't see the forest through the trees. And so really having that perception, um, be accurate as much accurate, as much as possible is going to require us to, um, my my aunt uh, years ago, she gave me some really great counsel and advice. And she said that you need to put your feelings on the shelf so you can deal with the facts. And, uh, and that's what I always think of is like to have the right perception, I need to, uh, to put my feelings aside for the moment so I can really see the issue or the situation for what it really, really is. Um, so I really want to just talk to you about, I want you to remember that, that, there is so much power in what you choose to focus on. So a really good example or something that I kind of remind myself is, you know, it takes just as much energy to focus on what's going right in the situation as much as like maybe what's going wrong in the situation. And I want to always remind myself of like, what do I want my energy to go towards? I want it to go towards uh, really me thinking the best out of what's happening. You know, there's this phrase that it's not happening to me, it's happening for me. And I really do always want to remember that God is the one in control and that I might perceive it in a certain way, but he's never working on just one person, as my mom says. So I really, that's like number one is I want us to take a minute to remember that there is so much power in perception and that we are one of millions and millions of people on this planet and, and also uniquely made just like the person next to you. And so therefore we are not going to all have the same perception. We are not going to have all the same ideas as to how this should operate or run. That's what makes this world beautiful is that God created us in a way where we all really should become one body and work together for his kingdom and if we are in our own heads thinking we're always right or that we're you know too close to the to the circumstances and not zooming out we're going to have a perception that's not going to help us make the best decision and not going to help us respond in the most healthy uh beautiful way that we possibly can respond so that's number one i just want us to remember There is so much power. I think that we underestimate how much we can really, um, I guess, resolve things simply with our minds. You know, he says, capture every thought. And that's what I think of is like, I am going, okay, I could loop and I could go out of control and I could text that person, you know, and yeah, I could do all that. But I also could just like zoom out for a minute. Shift my perspective and understand that, okay, this is like a moment in time. So let's talk about the next kind of phase of my processing, which is right sizing the issue. Okay, so I want us to go back in time. If you are, if you were ever in middle school, okay, just that's like the, that's like, feels like the right place for us to go. So if you were ever in middle school and there was drama, Uh, in your peer group over whatever it may be. I am inclined to think that a lot of those dramas had to do with boys, if you know what I mean. Uh, And, you know, but whatever, like we're, you know, sixth, seventh grade girls, especially have a lot of feelings. We're not putting them on the shelf at all at that stage of the game. And whatever's gone down in your friend group, it feels ginormous like in the moment, it literally feels like the world is coming to an end. Or let's say your parent doesn't let you go to the ninth grade dance. That would be a good example in my world. Like my mom didn't, she wasn't comfortable with me going to dances in ninth grade. And actually I gotta be honest guys, as a parent now, I'm like, yeah, that was a good choice mom. But I thought the world was coming to an end. Why? Because my friends were going to the dance and I wasn't going to be there and it was going to be the best night of our entire lives. And why can't I do it? And it's not fair. And you get the idea. You fill in the blank with that thing that you recall from your youth that we feel like it's huge. We feel like it's huge and we have adult size problems similar to that. You have a conflict, you have you know, a misunderstanding. You have, you know, your car breaks down and the dishwasher breaks down and whatever. And and it's all happening at once and it feels huge and it's magnified and it's really beyond proportion. It's not facts and it's not accurate. The facts are, you know, maybe there was a drama that went down, but really how is it impacting your life long term. So what I like to do in this moment is I ask myself this question. Is this something that is going to impact me five minutes from now, five months from now, five years from now? And I really focus on what's really going on here. Is this a misunderstanding with somebody that I'm close to? I'm making it sound like I have misunderstandings all the time. I actually don't. But I'm just saying like, that's what comes to mind. Right. Um, uh, I really, I, I already said I'm pleasant and lovely, but you guys gotta believe me. Um, anyways, I, you know, I think of like, if I have a misunderstanding with somebody, like, is this a misunderstanding that I need to, to resolve right away because it's going to impact our relationship five minutes, five months from five years from now. Right. Uh, or is this a misunderstanding that like, we just need to, you know hash it out after we've you know had a minute to think about it or is it something that is is a long term like it was a conversation that was not healthy in any way and it's somebody i care about very much that also by the way makes a big difference like what part of the sphere they're in in my world and you know so really asking myself that question or really the issue right like so you know something i don't know something got messed up at work and I'm trying to help somebody solve their problem. Cause that's often what I do is, you know, come alongside them and, and help guide and coach. And, you know, so let's say something got messed up at work. I'm coming alongside them to, to kind of help them with the problem. And the question I'm asking myself as we're starting to talk it out is, is this something that's gonna impact us five minutes from now, five months from now, or five years from now? Now, if it's a five minute issue where we just need to get it right, with the customer, or we need to, you know, do whatever that task is to fix it. I, w- you know, that's, that's a simple fix, right? And that's something that then right away, I can kind of, again, using this phrase, right size, I can be like, okay, this is, this is doable. This is a problem that we need to really look at. Is it something that maybe is a bigger issue? Um, You know, maybe something that they're working through with a teammate or whatnot, that we really need to get right so that, five months from now, we have a healthy relationship amongst that crew or whatever the thing may be. And so really like, is this something that's going to take us down the road a ways and we're going to kind of be recovering from this for a few months? Uh, Is it something that we maybe need to have like a bigger training issue and we need to make sure that we're helping them get to the point where they're feeling confident in that skill? Maybe they didn't do right or whatnot. Uh, And then there's the five years from now. And the five years from now is exactly, you know, what it sounds like, which is is like five years from now. That's a big deal. If this is going to impact us uh, as a team, as a company, as whatever down the road, five years, like this is a big, big problem in my mind. And that is something that's going to take a lot more energy from me. And I'm going to make sure I am deeply invested in fixing because it's going to be something. If we don't fix it, is going to be a problem long term. And that's how I deal with every problem that comes my way. Uh, And it's maybe not something articulated out loud, but in my mind, you know, my kiddo comes to me with something here at the house. I'm asking myself, like, is this like a big parenting coaching thing? Like five years from now, this will make them a different human. Or is this like they're, you know, they just need me to to give them a hug and kiss the scrape and they're going to be fine in five minutes. Right? So, I want us to think about that model of right-sizing as a way for you to control what you can control, which is your mindset around the issue. And that is really, really key as we go into the third kind of step or segment that I want to talk about, uh, which is detaching yourself from the outcome. Now, I want to preface this with... I'm not saying become cold and callous and just be a robot. That's not what I'm saying. But I know for me, often when I have been turned upside down or really stressed in a situation, it's because I simply am so attached to the results and the outcome that I'm trying to control it. And that's what I really want to drive home here is how much of this can I control? Can I control any of this immediate outcome? Or is this a matter of me being involved and engaged and seeing where it takes us? So, you know, the benefits of detaching yourself from the outcome is very much similar to what my aunt said, which is, she says, put your feelings on the shelf. It's is making sure that you're not emotionally turned upside down to the point where you're not able to really see your way through the solution and i think that we very often become so emotionally invested in whatever's going on that we again we're you know we have a mixed perception where we aren't really seeing all the facts laid out before us And we're, we're so, uh, attached to the outcome that we find ourselves in almost like a spiraling pattern of like, well, I gotta, I gotta see how this turns out. Or, you know, I, you know, want to make sure that I am, uh, uh, one step ahead, right? Like I'm, I'm already, am so invested that I want to make sure that I like, I understand where we're going and and you just you kind of feel like you're a little out of control when you're trying to control too much. And so what I've done for myself and what helps me is that I have learned to say to use the word experiment, which is like, okay, we're going to try this. We're going to, you know, this is a 5 month issue. I'm going to I'm going to dig into it. We are going to try this on, try that on. We're going to see how this works. Uh, you know, I've seen this before. That's a really really big key to it like uh, you know, and this is how it worked before and it works great. And so really understanding that uh detaching ourselves from the outcome doesn't mean that we don't care, but it does mean that no matter how this turns out, I will be okay. I will be fine. We will be okay. We will be fine. There's a sign in many of us. I'm really into into sayings this episode, apparently, but there's a sign in my office. And it is very much uh, deep in my roots at this point, which is this too shall pass. You've heard it before. I have to remind myself because it will feel so big in the moment. I have to fix my perception. I have to right size it and understand like where does this fall in line with really big picture issues. And then I also have to detach from the outcome because I thought I think you know this is temporary. We know that all of these things that we see as problems, circumstances, situations, we have to work our way through are temporary, this side of heaven. And we are, it's all, it's very, it's, it's going to move on to the next. you know what I mean? And I think that detaching yourself from the outcome helps you have a healthier mindset about uh, the fact that it's going to pass. This too shall pass. So one of the things I mentioned just a second ago, and I want to talk about, um, in this like fourth segment here, which is using past issues as a lens. So this is probably, um, probably the thing that, uh, if if the other things I've mentioned has not snapped me out of it, this is the thing that will absolutely help me breathe. And see it straight, which is, are these stones of remembrance. And, um, I know if you've lived for more than a minute, you have had, you've had things like this pop up, things that are uncomfortable and, you know, sometimes hurtful and things that feel huge and giant. And, you know, we talked about that thing in middle school, right. Or the, the ninth grade dance, like these are things that, uh, that are that felt very, very big at the time, and God saw me through it. God provided. God showed up. He did not leave me hanging. He did not fail me. Uh I think of um my journey with my children. And you know, at the time not knowing what the outcome would be and also it was to me a five year issue. <laughs> it turned out to be a 12 year issue. But, you know, not, well, I guess 25-year-old issue if I really think about it. But it, anyways, that's not the point. Uh, the, uh, going through all of that uh, felt huge. And it felt like there was no end. And it felt like I didn't know the outcome. I didn't know the outcome. It felt uh, weighty and burdened and hard. And I, God saw us through that. God saw us through that. And when I, when I have hard, hard moments in life, when I am struggling, when I am walking alongside someone else who is struggling, I think about those moments where he has not just shown up you guys, but he has shown up bigger, stronger, better than anything I could have ever imagined. And those are the moments that are going to help you get through these moments, this moment that you're in right now, you know, so often um, it's been fine. You know, it's one of those five minute, five month issues. And it's been, you know, on the other side of it, God had a plan and had it all under control. And we say to ourselves when it's all done and we look back, we think, well, I don't know why I doubted. I don't know why I didn't believe he could. I don't know why I got so in my head. I don't know why I looped on that. I don't know why my chest got tight and I couldn't breathe. And I had a full blown panic attack through this issue when he obviously has it under control. He does every single time. The issue is you guys, we are so inclined to need to know the how and the what, like how will this work out and what will it look like? We don't like the unknowns. We fill in gaps, and that's where the problem comes in. So, going back in time and looking at issues that he has 1000% provided for is mind blowing. You know, I was talking to somebody um, this week, and I don't know what was bringing it to mind, but I was talking about how when Finn was in my belly. We had waited. We waited. We did not wait. God had his wait, but we had to work out some stuff. So, you know, we had gone about 12 years and at year 11, no, year 10, uh, my husband was laid off from work. So he, he had been off for two and a half years. Okay. Two and a half years. And he'd been off for two years, I guess, when Finn, I can't even do math right now. Anyways, like 20 months or something like that. When, when we became pregnant and, uh, we had, we had wanted to start a family for so long and, uh, that baby was in our belly and my belly and (laughs) I carried it and we did not know how God would do any of it. We had one income. We had a baby on the way. It was not at all how we pictured it would be. And there were so many moments that, yeah, it was just, it was just downright scary. Like, what will this look like? And, uh, I will tell you the most beautiful thing, which is after two and a half years of being laid off, uh, one month before Finn was born, Chad got, his job. And not only that, but a job he loves so much. 12 years later, still just in it and loving it. And the thing was, is Chad started work one week before Finn was born after two and a half years off. Okay. And I think about that time and I look back on it and not once did we have to touch our savings. Uh, in fact, there were times when we would get a $300 bill for something and then we'd randomly get a $300 check from the mortgage company because they we were overpaid. I mean, just these weird, exactly to like almost to the numbers each time. God provided and he saw us through it and he carried us. and And if he can do that in that season... I don't honestly know what would stop me from believing he can do anything in any season of our lives. And I know that's like a little thing, but gosh, you guys in the moment, it felt like a huge thing. And it's that zoom out process and looking back that helps me realize like no matter what he has in store or what the life has in store for us, Like, my God is going to see us through it. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. So, remember those things. I encourage you to list or to think of those moments that have been big, big problems in your life that you've seen Him accomplish huge, huge things, things that are bigger than your problems. When you've seen solutions that are mind blowing to you and that wouldn't even be something you would have come up with, it's only God. And I just, I encourage you to have those things set aside. And, you know, really, as we close up here, I just I want to remind you of how much you have control over in your mind, how much you have power in that process of of fixing your perception of right sizing the issue of detaching yourself from the outcome. And looking back in order to live through the moment you're in now, right? We're using that past issue as a lens is going to be the thing that will bring you peace. It'll bring you a healthier perspective. It'll bring, honestly, guys, it bring you joy. If you know you're in a situation and you realize that you're zoomed out in a way where you can see the big picture and that, you know, God has carried you through past experiences. It it brings joy to these very very hard challenging, sometimes unfathomable times where you're not sure what the plan is and you're not sure where you fit in the plan. Uh, but I'm here to tell you guys. I heard three times today, God does not make mistakes, and I am here to say it to you. God does not make mistakes. So whatever you're facing right now, He will. He has your best interest in mind. He has your best interest in mind. He wants the best for you. And sometimes what we think is the best for us is different than what he thinks is the best for us. But he designed you for a purpose. He doesn't make mistakes. He knows exactly what he's doing in you. Your job is to look to him. And that is the best zoom out you possibly can do is zoom out and look up because um, uh, it's, it's where it's at let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. I am grateful for you guys. I'm so glad you listened in. I would be so grateful if you would, wherever you're listening to this, if you would rate and review and subscribe, uh, you know, we want to keep getting this beautiful, uh, community out to the world of spinning plates. And I have a lot of new listeners. So if you're listening, I just want to say thank you for hanging in and and uh, checking us out, and you guys, I really would love if you shared this with a friend, and and um, you know, posted to Instagram and tag me at Mrs. Selena. Johnson. All right, and if you're listening on uh, YouTube, go put a comment in there for us, okay? All right, you guys, thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a great weekend as we head into the rest of this week. Thank you for listening. I'm just so grateful that you would take the time to be here with me today. I hope that if there's anything that inspired you or got you excited that you would share it to social media or send me a message with any input or feedback that you have and just really appreciate the support and the encouragement that I get from you guys all the time. I will keep showing up and I hope you keep listening.